Welcome to Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions with hosts Shannon Reynolds of Visionary Creative Concepts and Branding and Jared L. White, the man behind the creative brand Tim K. Unlimited. Together, they are the co-creators of the Not Your Enemy Collections. The Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions are a forum to continue conversations amongst Black artists, creatives, and cultivators. We are excited for you to join our conversation. This is Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. We are back up for another episode of the Not Your Enemy Speak Out Session. Shannon, what's up? What's popping? I see you with that ice cube on. I know. Thanks. I'm on <laughs> hat. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. We. Uh, I'm just glad it's Saturday. Um, I'm tired as fuck. This has been the longest week ever, but yeah, I'm glad that we're here today. Um, we have another great show. Um, Someone up here, when we did the Not Your Enemy Speak Out session, it was all about creators and, and visionaries. And I just feel like we can't have a show like this without having this man up here. Um, he's the producer of the 90s game night, the, the blackest, blackie, I hope I'm getting that right, trivia show on social media. Um, he's also been a producer, a content creator. He's He's been, I've, I've watched this man do music. Um, he's produced uh, web series such as In These Streets, Days and Days After. Welcome to the show, my guy, Nighty Nighthawk J, aka Justin Jenkins. I got I should have did that the other way around. But welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's going on, Jared? How you doing, Shannon? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. This is uh this is an honor. No, no, thank you so much. Like like I said, when I when I think of content creators, like you have always been someone that stuck out to me because you've always reinvented yourself. You've always found ways and different avenues to let your art shine through, you know? And I think having that and being like, when I first met you, you was doing music, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and for me at that time, I, I was so insecure about how to, to express my creativity. So, but to see you, I think I saw you on a, on a rooftop, on top of a rooftop performing at one time, you know? And so to see that it, it was very, it, you may not have known it then, but it was very inspiring to me because then I started to look around and was like, well, if Justin can do these types of things then I can do that too. So I thank you so much. And, you know, something that you did with the nighty game show, you know, you, you put this out during lockdown. A lot of us was not there mentally. You know, a lot of us has checked out. And for me, you were one of the people that I looked to for that entertainment. It was you, D-Nice, June Ambrose in the Summer Show, and the Versus Battle. Like, that's what I look forward to on my social media. So thank you again, because I know that there's other people who feel the exact same way. So I appreciate you, and thank you for being out there. Man, that is a huge compliment. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's after that, man. <laughs> We give flowers thanks. here. We give flowers here. Yeah, wow, that was great. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks. I like you said. I I can't even call it a reinvention of of sorts. It's just me, just literally, you know, just not being able to stay still, which um, which has helped me in some cases, and which has also hurt me in some cases. Uh, but, but yeah, just you know. I, I I just can't stay still, man. I, I can't stay still. Uh, so, but thanks a lot for that, man. That that was that was great. Thank you. No, man. That that's what it's about. It's it's, it's all it's all love. It's fact, man. So, 
honestly, this is what we do beginning with each show. We ask everybody the same question. So we're going to start now with how has the current social climate impacted you, whether professionally, personally, however you want to start? Um, I've, uh, I've, I've noticed maybe over the past two or three years that I've started to become uh, desensitized as a black man uh, with, with some of the stuff that's that's been going on. Um, and 2020, the whole pandemic, um, but specifically in, I think the um, unfortunate incident with George Floyd was in June, uh, that really, really affected me in a very, uh, in a in a very visceral way, um, and what it made me realize is that actually I hadn't been desensitized to stuff that's been happening to uh, people who look like us, but I've just been suppressing it. And then with the George Floyd situation, it was uh, kind of an explosion. Um, I was. I was disabled. Like I do the game show at that time. I think I was doing it maybe two or three times a week. I literally, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I just was in a space where I was disabled. I, I was disabled. Um, so yeah, it, it was this, this year and just everything that's been going on is, um, it's, it's definitely taking a toll on me. It's taking a toll on my mental, on my emotional space. Um, but on the other part of it, um, I realized that maybe this one small piece of like my my game show, it is all black trivia. Um, you know, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna learn stuff. It's gonna be it's 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 just a a small moment to escape. Uh, everything that's going on, but still praising Black people. Like, it's not anything salacious. It's it's really about Black history, Black pop culture, um, and praising, you know what I'm saying, uh, the, the the people in our community who have uh, put on for us and, and who look like us and who have done, are doing, and will continue to do amazing things. So, um, yeah, with the, with the social climate, that really i feel like that serves a purpose because it's let's let's get out of uh you know seeing these clips and and these protests and and even if it's for this 10 minutes if i can help uh alleviate some of the stress and whatever the case may be is then that is a role that i'm super glad and proud and honored to be able to play and that's, and that's fact, because as a, another black man and black person, you know, that it was just, I felt the same way. I thought that I had desensitized myself too, you know, and I just got so uh, naive to think certain things and feel a certain kind of way, even though it's been right in my face, even though I've been told, you know, but then you think that, but well, we've made it this far, then well, how and why is this still happening? And, you know, I, I, I say this time and time again, the fact that they kept playing certain clips over and over again, that was still a warning shot. That was still a, you're not safe out here, you right. know, and, and that's why things like this and what we're doing is so important, what you've been doing is so important because people need that break, you know, and we, especially as black people, our mental health is not all there, you know, and they like to, to work us to the bone, and, and drain every little bit out of us. But 
you really got to start taking care of ourself more. So once again, thank you so much for what you've been doing because that has helped me out. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I'm glad. When and, it comes, and, and, and Jared, not to cut you up, I think it's important too for us to feel things. Yeah. Like, like about that whole conversation about us being desensitized. Like, no, we need to feel things because it could have very, and, and I'm sure this has happened with, with other people. It It's very common that you do desensitize it. And then when it actually bottles up, you explode in a very non-productive, constructive way that mm-hmm. can be detrimental to you, other people. So I think it is important to actually feel things like don't run away from it. Like live in that space, feel the things, find a way to express yourself and then heal from that. And then right. let's, let's keep moving. Yeah. Right. I, but, but the issue is, is as especially as men, we're not told to feel things. We're not we're not, we're not told, but we're not taught. You know, I, I was a very emotional kid growing up. I would cry like every day in first grade, but I was always told to stop crying. But now looking back at that, maybe I was an empath or maybe I am an empath and I was feeling these things at that point. And I was just told to shut up. So as you grow up, now I don't even know how to feel certain things. I don't even know how to have a conversation. Me and Shannon was just talking about, well, Jared, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. And I don't know how to feel what I'm feeling. And the reason why this, the George Floyd situation, I think was so important because this was the first time that we as black men and women and all just felt and felt it and allowed ourselves to feel it. You know, I have been angry for a very long time in my life, but when I finally was this, this point of anger, and also I think it's, it was great that I was an adult because I know how to challenge, um, channel that anger. Right. Um, so you're so right that we do need to feel these things because we were just doing ourselves a disservice as as black people and as adults to, yeah. to not feel it. Yeah, and um, as a black woman being around black men, being engaged to a black man, it's it was because I feel like it hit different. Not saying that it wasn't equivalent in pain of seeing that, but I feel like it hit black men different to see that. And then me as a black woman, we are nurturers. I mean, women in general are nurturers, but I'm just saying to see our black men in that state how to support you and also say it's okay like I can cover you for you know for this time and we can just cover each other because it 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 kind of broke twofold it's like I'm sad I'm angry but I'm looking at you know black men just being triggered left and right and so it was very hard to see but also like any black man in my life I just you know allowed the space for y'all to like be vulnerable, for y'all to be able to express yourself, whatever, you know, my partner to be able to express himself however he wanted to and have that be the safe space for him. So, you know, it, it's, it hurts all around. It hurts all around. Mm-hmm. Shannon, we appreciate you for the whole thing. God bless black women. Yeah. Right. Um, but you hit on something that, that we have been loving and, and it's been killing um, Instagram and social media, the 90 game show. Um, what sparked that? Was that something that you were always going to do or was it just, it just came out of um, being locked down and COVID or where you had already had that in the works? I, I literally, uh, <clears throat> had no intentions of doing that. Uh, COVID actually stopped everything <laughs> that I had planned on doing. I had a show in pre-production. I already had Indie Streets going. We were about to come back out, start shooting some new episodes for that. Like I had a whole litany of things that I planned on doing COVID literally just just stopped everything. Um, But I was actually uh, on a Zoom birthday party 
and it was like virtual game night. Um, and we were playing like uh, drinking games and, and stuff like that. And I was like a light bulb went off. I was like, hmm. Uh, so then I thought about it for a little bit. Um, it started out with uh, a drinking game. There would be a middle section where there would be uh, black trivia. And then there would be another uh, game at the end of the show. And I was like, all right, well, let me just test this out. I'm not really sure. I'm like, okay, I have a camera, I have lights, I, I have a, a green and a blue screen. I'm like, all right, let me just test this out, see how it will go. So I called my cousin. I said, hey, what are you doing? She was like, nothing. I was like, hey, I want to try something out. I'm going to call you on Zoom, all right? Just go with it. And we uh, recorded it, and I edited it and put it out just to kind of see how it would go. I literally had no other episodes at that point, and then... The comments just were, oh, my God, can I be a part of this? This is great. Can I?" And I'm like, oh, OK, this can actually be something. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, well, here we are 50 some odd episodes later. Now, now talk about the layer, because I know you just had your first winner, because I'm like, I, when I was watching, I've been watching, like, no one ever wins this show. And me and Shannon were like, we'll probably be out in the first episode. Like, I mean, the first question. <laughs> Um, to talk about the, the layout of the show and, and how you pick your guests. And, you know, I know there's different categories that you got that you play. And so talk about that a little bit so people can get familiar. So, so, uh, the, the run of the show is, uh, what it actually was, it, it was a card game called Kings and we would draw cards and it comes like with different rules. It, it's a, it's a game that it, it was horrible. All right. It was horrible. Uh, <laughs> Almost uh, failed games. out of college because of it, okay? It was <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. Game. I was always too high or too drunk playing Kings. I was always like, what the rules are? I, wait, I was about I? to say, I'm like, Jared, I'm pretty sure we played, I played this. And I never understood what the fuck was going on because I we would always start this game at the end of the night. Yeah. We'd already All been out partying. We're drunk high as a kite and it's already like okay so now we're gonna play kings and it's all these fucking rules and i'm like what right. <laughs> right. um so so that would be the first part of the game the second part would be uh blackity black ass trivia where i would ask just different trivia questions um all having to do around black stuff and then the last game would be smash marry pass and so i continued that for maybe about uh maybe about 15 20 episodes but the one thing I would notice is that people would always be like, hey, this is really fun. But I would really love if there would be like more trivia. Hey, you should add more trivia. Or people would be like, I only watch this for the trivia part. So I'm like, hmm, how can I make it, you know, more so trivia based? So then I came up with two new games. So now the first game is called Who's That Black? I show the contestants different pictures of uh, well-known, maybe not so well-known black people. And it's up to them to... Uh, either name them or tell me where they recognize them from, so on and so forth. And then the last game is actually called Black Don't Crack. It's a it's a, a homage to you know the saying that Black Don't Crack. Us melanated people we age like fine wine. So I picked three people um, who are aging amazingly, and then the contestants have to guess uh, the correct the correct age. Um, and yeah, and that's that's pretty much how the show goes now. And then if you get all questions right. You win one hundred dollars. Yeah, shout out to the ladies. They they do the the it was like a dating game or something that they do, and they yeah, date the uh -huh. first one that yeah. ran one. I was like, shit, someone won finally. <laughs> I I was surprised too, and it wasn't my pay week, Jared. I was like, 
Oh, <laughs> no, but shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a really good time. Um, if y'all want to be on it, I would love to have y'all on it. There's, there's no like extensive how to pick people. I literally just, I'm like, hey, would you want to be on this? Or people reach out to me and be like, I'd love to be on the show. I'd yeah. be like, the, uh, the actually the three young ladies who won, I've never met them before. They just hop in the comments. They were like, we'd love to be on the show. I was like. Cool, you free Friday night. Let's do it. Um, so, so Shana, let's go. I'm really competitive. So I <laughs> <laughs> wait. Now, so my question is, Doug, do you give? Because I never knew how like Jeopardy worked. Like, do you give like a list of maybe questions that you should know before you come on, or is it just like you're here? Let's go. You're here. Yeah. But I will. But I will tell you a secret. So what I do is, if I know somebody, then. I pretty much I know what kind of music they like, what type of films they like, or what type of films they've watched, or they're familiar with pop culture, et cetera. Uh, but if I don't know you, what I do is I go on your Instagram page <laughs> and I literally scroll from the bottom up. And I see the type of things that you post, memes, commentary on things, and then I also look at who you follow. And then based on who you follow, what celebrities you follow, I'm like, oh, okay, you you follow a lot of uh a lot of athletes, so you know a lot about sports. So I'm gonna throw in some sports questions, things of that nature. So, dang, okay, all right, that's fine. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> nah, y'all would do great. <laughs> everyone says it, and then everyone who says that damn near wins. So I'm not. I'm not listening to you, Jared. I'm not listening. <laughs> Shannon is the one I'm after. Watch out for. I can see it already. I can see Shannon is gonna be. She, she's gonna be the ace in the hole. With the Shannon. I, you know what? I hope so. Or I could be the one that bombs, and you never know with me. <laughs> um, so just listening to you and kind of saying like all the projects you were supposed to do before the pandemic. I do know that you have a family. So how do you how do you balance everything? Uh, lots of tequila. Um, okay. Uh, just you know, um, like I said, now that I'm now that I so I, I do still have my day job, but I work remote uh, from from home. So now that I'm home, I have more time to uh, to kind of prioritize things and plan rather not really prioritize the plan. Um, as opposed to when I'm at work, I'm, I'm up every day at 5 a.m. I'm getting the kids ready, got to feed them breakfast, get out the house, got to catch the train by a certain time, then the trains are crowded, and then I get to work. And so now I have more uh, more time to actually think about things, and which is way more uh, important than you would like just time to just think right. is so underrated. Like, uh, so, so yeah, um, but I, I honestly just have to, to, to make time. Um, you know, I, I have a day job, then I also do production. Um, and I have to make time for my wife because I'm married too. And, and sometimes, and that is something that we both, um, diligently continue to work on is because sometimes when you are a parent, um, especially to multiple children, it you can kind of lose track of each other or you just see each other as, hey, this is my tag team partner when it comes to these kids, but not so much as my partner. And how can I pour into you and 
how can you pour into me and how can can we uh remain strong and see eye to eye and, and just be on the same level with each other so yeah it's it's tough and it's exhausting but you just it i just i just do it i just do it sometimes see, i don't do the best job but i just do it that's what every parent tells me you know i only have one one baby so he's three but you know just happened like i just told jared me and my fiance went on a date like yesterday and we hadn't connected in so long because we're the new normal is okay we we have we have baby you know take your baby feed the baby and then it's like we both still are working mm -hmm. and so it's it's shifted and he's a healthcare worker so that's a whole nother added thing so i think that it's like yeah i'm tired but you gotta you gotta make time like there's no other answer so i'm appreciative that you say that because i'm like i don't got an answer you just you just do it yeah yeah you just you just do it Y'all make it look so easy, though, you know, because I, I, I know it's not, but, but I've watched both of you, especially Justin, like you are, you have a social life, you're a content creator, you're, you are a, a husband and you're a father on top of, you know, the myriad, and you have a nine to five, but on top of all the myriad of other things that you are as, you know, not just a man, but just as a person, you know, you guys have made it look easy. I have, I'm single, I have no children. And I'm like, this shit is hard. <laughs> just adulting. So I just think that y'all yeah, both have made it look so easy, you know, from the outside looking in. And I know that it's not, um, but just know that the way that you're, you're putting it across is flawless, you know? And I think that that just speaks a little bit to us as black people and how we are able to move and make things look like smooth, even though it's not, you know? So y'all doing something. Um, speaking of the, the content creating portion of this, you know, like I said, I've watched you do this for such a long time. Like, like what advice do you have for other people when, you know, they're, they're toying with those ideas and they playing around with it, you know, but sometimes it ain't sticking or sometimes it's not coming out the way they want it to be or they feel like they should have had that shot, but they ain't had to get like, what, what's your advice to that? Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Be consistent. And I know that that's probably one of the most overused terms, but it is, I'm, I'm still learning. So I don't, I don't, I don't know all the answers, but I, but the one thing that, um, that, that has always stayed true with me is just consistency. Um, you know, it, even if it's not where you want it to be yet, just keep working at it. Just keep doing it. Just just still be con consistent with it. I've, the game show, it, it goes through, it goes, it has its peaks and it has its valleys. Um, you know, some episodes I may have a whole lot of impressions. Other episodes I may not have as, as many. And you know, with a lot of people, they start to get discouraged or may get discouraged because I felt it too. I'm an artist. I'm hella sensitive. So it's like, oh, do people not like it anymore? Am I... And you start to get all those thoughts in your head that go against what your purpose is. Um, so my best advice is to just fight through through all of those negative thoughts or feelings that you may have and just be consistent and keep doing it, especially if you believe in it. If it's something that you believe in and you're confident about it and you love it and it brings you joy and it bring, it uh, gives you a sense of purpose, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. And it will eventually, maybe not next week, 
maybe not a month, maybe not a year from now, but eventually it will be exactly the way that it's supposed to be. But yeah. is this the, 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 your most favorite thing that you've done? Because like, you've done so much, like, or, or is it hard to, to pick one? Like, it's like your children, you can't really pick one of your favorites, you know? But like, is this like yeah. one of your- I, don't, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I thought you couldn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe in secret. <laughs> Hmm. Um, no, I, I can't say that it's, I honestly, yeah, it is like having kids in a sense. I, I can't say it's my favorite, um, but it is important. And this is, I, you know what it is actually, I can, I can think back to, uh, every project, whether it be music or acting or producing or directing or writing, whatever it is, I can think back to a specific project, uh, or rewatch it or re-listen to it and it literally takes me back to uh what I was doing at that time mm-hmm. um how I was feeling the 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 battles the the wins the highs that I was it it brings me back to that place and um so yeah I know when all this is said and done I'm going to look back at game night and be like wow the pandemic social injustices, uh, being at home with my kids all day, uh, watching my daughter walk for the first time and, and all of these, it's gonna bring me back to, to where I was here at this point. So I can't say that it is a favorite, but it is a huge milestone for sure. But it, and that's so dope because um, just as, as an artist and you know, I've always was reluctant to even call myself that or play in that space, but when I was doing the outfit photos, that's just how I felt about those because then I was able to look back, see those pictures and like, oh, I remember when I was working this job or I was dating this one or, you know, I was about to go out here or, or traveling there. Like it really does take you back to a place of this is how who I was and this is who I am now. So I, I you know, I never I never heard somebody else say that because when yeah. I was I'm like, oh, do I, is this crazy that I'm doing all this shit to, to have memories of, of the, the past? But it does help. So it does transport you to a place that you sometimes forget about. And also how far you've come, right? Yeah. Like you you think about them, but like, wow, I was doing that thing now. And now look what I'm doing now, like the journey. Yeah. Because sometimes, at least with me, I, I suffer from tunnel vision hard. Like I just, mm-hmm. I see the end goal and I'm just going full force there. So yeah, sometimes even the introduction and, and you saying days and days after, I was like, Oh, I did do that. Huh. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that and that was a completely different. I was in a different place in my life. then. so just seeing the 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 progress of, you know, not even professionally, of course, professionally, but personally and emotionally and like, wow, I came a long way from that place. So. Right. So, yeah, they all serve as like bookmarks, bookmarks in different chapters of of us and, and, and where we where and where we are now is creative. So can I ask like who and what inspires you? Um, uh, black women inspire me. I don't, I, I really black. don't. <laughs> black, black women inspire me. Uh, Black women are the the backbone to this country, whether or not 
people want to admit it or say it. Um, I stand, I stand on the backs of some very amazing women. Um, you know, my wife is a, is a black woman and I don't know how she does it. Um, if, if you, if you think that I do a lot, you should see, you should see what my wife's schedule looks like. And she does it so effortless, effortlessly, uh, and gracefully. And, um, you know, the same with my mother and my friends and just, yeah, I I don't I I don't know how else to say it. I'm just I'm just inspired by black women. I love black women so much. Black women like you all contain a level of magic uh that is yeah, it it's a, it's it's amazing. So I look at my daughter, she's not even 2 yet, but I can just watch her and I'm like, "Wow, you're amazing." And it's just it's in your DNA. It's in you. You were born with it. It's just, yeah. Not to take anything away from my son Chase. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't. I I think it's just, you know, um, you know, like I always had my dad, and he was always around. But just, I would just always remember coming up and uh, my mother, my grandmother, and my great aunt for many, many, many years. They all lived together and just. And just watching them hold it down and have jobs. And my mother was a huge creative and uh, just just providing so effortlessly. Effortless, I can't get that word right today, but just providing. Uh, and you know, as an adult now, I struggle as we all do. And but now having hindsight and looking back to it, like wow, I didn't see it at all. Like it. I, I I thought everything was great. So being able to mask that and just be these queens, um, these these pillars of grace and nobility and respect, love black women. I mean, man, that was so beautifully said. And I think that, you know, as a black woman, I appreciate that because we don't always get our flowers. So when we do hear it, it's just like, well, damn, thank you. You know, I Absolutely. that means a lot. That means a y'all lot. De- y'all deserve that and more and some. That's just freaking facts. I grew up with a single mother, aunt, great grandmother, grandmother, um, you know, and, and I, you know, you do have those moments, especially after everything that had went down, you forgot that your parents were children at one point and they were young adults at one point and just imagine what it was like for my mother to be raising a young black man or boy at that point in Brooklyn, New York, um, in the early nineties, you know, and that was all lost on me growing up because you just, like you said, you thought everything was fine. You just a young boy living your life, Mm -hmm. not even thinking about the amount of stress that she was under. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was so sad when everything had went down because at the end of the day, my mother had never had the chance that a white woman would have ever had, especially raising a child. So when I think about how much black women go through and how much black women are judged and um, victimized and uh, taken advantage of, it's really sad. So for you to say that, it's, 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 it's big because we don't say that enough. We don't stand up for them enough. So thank you, you know, for recognizing. Shannon, we love you. 
Yeah, man. Don't make me cry on this thing. But the- <laughs> thank, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, so where, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, you, we, you talked about tunnel vision. So like what's at the end of that tunnel for you in five, five years? Like what are you seeing? <clears throat> five years. Um, I will be doing production full time and getting paid for it. Um, and being able to to sustain that is my short term goal, uh, but ultimately, man, I want my own network. That that is that is what I'd I'd, I'd love to do. Um, just different, whether it be series, uh, you know, game shows. Uh, you know, I have ideas as far as cooking shows. I have ideas as far as. Uh, you know, like like uh, couples, adv- not like advice, but like a, a show where young black married couples get to tell our stories because I feel like it's such a uh, it's such a rarity to to see that nowadays in our community. Um, so just to showcase that and hear some of the stories of how we've gotten here and and how we continue to make it work. I just have so many different ideas that I would love to produce it and all have it in one central place. So hopefully in the next five years, I will be starting my own network, whether it be like an app on the on the phone or, or something like that. But that is that is the goal. And I'm curious because you've just said something. How as as a creative, like how do you pinpoint on that idea to run with or is it just throwing everything at the wall sometimes? Like how do you know when it's go? Like this is I'm going with this one. Like how do you know? Definitely throw it at the wall, hope, hoping that that something sticks. Um, a little less of that now because um, things cost money. So definitely uh, a lot of pre-planning going into it and trying to, you know, nothing is ever going to turn out the way that you exactly have it in your head. But the more you plan, the more that you're ready for those curveballs that may come when you're actually putting something in production and having it up and running. So um, a, a lot of planning, but yeah, like I said, I I like to sit with stuff. I like to I like to sleep on it. I like to ask my wife her advice, other creatives that I that I trust, and we share things, asking them how they feel about it. Um, and then yeah, and then just just going balls to the wall and just uh, and doing it, and you know, seeing seeing how it goes. So can I ask? And I I mean, now that I'm a parent, I I think about this a lot. What's the legacy that you want to leave for yourself and for your children? Uh, the well, the the legacy that I want to leave for myself um, is a little different than what I want them to have. The legacy I would want to leave for myself, honestly, is just um, I'm 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 starting to be a little bit particular about the projects that I do as opposed to 10 years ago when I was in my, you know, younger twenties, just doing stuff. Um, I'm very particular about what I do now because I always want it to mean something. Um, the, the one thing about the game show that I love is that, um, you know, people like, Oh my God, you know, this episode was hilarious, but I also hear, I never knew that I learned something in this episode. It serves a purpose. So, the legacy that I want to leave is uh, I want to do things that will remain here even when I'm not 
that serves a purpose. Um, yeah, I, I, that's as, as simple as, as, as I could put it. And as far as my kids, um, man, I, I want, I'm very, I'm very big on affirmations in, in, in this house. Um, my son will get in trouble more if he says that he can't do something as opposed to like talking back. I'm huge on, on app. Like my, my daughter is, like I said, she's not two yet. And there's some days, you know, my wife don't feel like doing her hair, which is fine. You know, she ain't going outside, not a problem. But even though like she's still really young and doesn't really understand stuff, tell her all the time, your hair is beautiful. You're, you're capable. I tell my son, you're intelligent. Every morning when I wake up, when, when I wake him up and he's going downstairs to school in the living room, I'm like, hey, have a good day today. You're capable of doing whatever you want. Anything you want to do, you can do it as long as you set your mind to it. So much that he's like, dad, I know what you're going to say. Very big on affirmations. And um, because what I want them to do is I want them to get when they become of age or when they have dreams and when they want to do stuff, I don't want them to ever have an ounce of doubt that mm -hmm. they can't do something. And, you know, the world and society, they're going to perpetuate that as they get older. So while I still have them, like, while I still have them here, I'm going to try to do everything in my power to teach them the opposite right. so that they, when they go out there, they know that they're capable. They know that they're uh, just as good as anybody else. And as long as they stay consistent and work hard and believe in themselves that they can they can do whatever they want to do. So that's what that's what I would like the legacy of my kids to be. That, that's amazing. I'm sorry that the sports motor bike that drove by my house went through. Oh, that. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Cause that was that was amazing. And I'm big on affirmations too. So my son mm -hmm. looks in the mirror maybe too much now and tells himself who he is, what his name is, where he comes from and what he's capable of doing. Cause that's, I mean, I feel like you start that now, like you said, the seed is planted. Right. And that's just how I was supposed to be. Like, that's how I was raised. My mom, she did the exact same thing. And like, it was always positive thinking. It was always, you're going to do well. You're going to pass the test. You are smart. You are capable. And we need to start telling our children this. We need to start telling each other this. We need to make sure that we are aware um, and, and, you know, it's about uplifting everybody, you know, we can't, it's not about tearing each other down and competing because there's so much shit out here for everybody. You know, there's so much room for everybody. There's so much places to create shit. So I, I'm thankful for you for setting your children up like that and setting yourself up like that. Um, Justin, where can people find you? Like where, where, where can they, they get the show? Where can they get all the information? How do they get on the show? I know you said that some people just hit you up in the comments, but tell us, give us the list of how people can find you. Uh, probably the most accessible way, Instagram, uh, Nighthawk, J-N-I-G-H-T-H-A-W-K-J. Uh, that is also where you can find uh, my game show, 90s Game Night. Um, it is the blackest show on Instagram. Uh, if you want to be down, if you want to be a contestant, hop on my DMs, uh, you know, go in the comments, say, hey, how can I be a part of this? And, and yeah, we're always looking for, for more contestants. Like I said, I have to get you two on the show. Uh, we can talk about when you guys are, are available. Um, and yeah, 
And that is about it. And thank you guys for having me. This was a beautiful, a beautiful talk. This was like the best way to, to spend my Saturday morning. Thank you, thank you so much. Dropped so many gems today. Right. Thank you. And thank you for being here. And thank you for just coming up on the show with you, with us. Um, this wraps another episode of the Not Your Enemy Speak Out session. I'm your boy, Mr. Jared White, with the lovely, gifted, and talented Ms. Shannon Reynolds. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Not Your Enemy Speak Out session. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at VisionaryCCB and who is Tim K. Interested in purchasing apparel? Visit VisionaryCCBStore.com. Until next time, step out, step in, and step up. <laughs>